everybody, and welcome to Skyrim 10 AD, ASA Podcasting's D&D adventure in Skyrim. It has been 10 years since uh, Alduin the World Eater has been defeated at the hands of the Dragonborn, but it is not his tale we are here to tell. Uh, join us as new adventurers take up the challenge of conquering the frozen north and uh tonight i we shall have our players introduce themselves in the order of the age of when they got their first job so how old were you when you got your first job if you think you're the youngest IRL because uh, Jaquia hasn't had a job yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in IRL, we will go with. Oh, I was seventeen. Fifteen. Well, it depends what you count 16. on as a, as a real job. Because I was mowing lawns around the neighborhood at like t- eleven or twelve. And, I, 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 I'll, I'll go with that. That definitely counts. I was well, delivering uh, papers at that. Was it thirteen, fourteen? I think. Yeah. Needed, so? needed, needed some of that hot cassette money. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, said Fred and Michael Jackson. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, Botty. Uh, Botty is a newcomer to the land of Skyrim, freshly over the border with her, uh, her new found friend, Luke. Uh, she loves Luke to death. Uh, Sort of almost like a big big brother little sister type relationship. Under his wing, uh, she has, she has come across the border and met their their next friend. Uh, but Body always has a, an eye for skepticism. Uh, always a a little bit quick to the 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 witty comeback more than the thoughtful um, smoothing of tensions. Maybe sometimes. So she's a little quick with the words, but she's always um, very reliable in a sticky situation. A bard through and through. She loves to follow the story of the Dragonborn. And she's very excited that we have just come to a city where the Dragonborn has actually or might currently live. So she's interested to find some uh, information about that. But a, uh, a bard collecting stories through and through. And uh, would love to help tell the tale of her fellow companion travelers. Awesome. Thank you, buddy. And next up, we have Luke, I believe. Yeah, I think 15 was the lowest, next lowest number I heard. So, yeah, this is uh, Pat here playing uh, Luke Icewalker, who, as uh, Andrew indicated in, in the body's introduction, uh, came to be grow quite fond of body when she was uh, spending some time at a nearby inn. He uh, was, uh, Luke is a Nord by race, but has never before this trip um, visited Skyrim. He's lived in Cyrodiil his whole life, where his parents fled some of the early uh, 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 Stormcloak troubles uh, that uh, were, were beginning to occur around the border. So they fled to Cyrodiil. Uh, he, he spent his whole years there. Um, after some uh, some some difficulties that, that, that sort of... Uh, rocked his teen, late teen personal life, he decided to retreat to a monastery of Kinnerath, where he spent his entire adult life, 
uh, is very faithful, never really expected to leave it until just a few months ago, a few weeks ago, he was uh, uh, given a vision by, by Kind herself to visit Skyrim and to uh, take a guide uh, once he got there. And uh, uh, that's, uh, he, he, uh, he wanted company. He took body along knowing that she would enjoy the, the uh, visiting Skyrim and learning of the Dragonborn firsthand. And, and since then, it's, uh, it's been legendary. Awesome. Thank you, Luke. And uh, next we, I believe, uh, from what I heard, was uh, Young Mouse next. Ah, well, Mouse, otherwise known as uh, Septimus Vulpin, uh, Imperial-born but uh, orphaned and raised in Skyrim by his aunt, um, uh, near Whiterun, uh, to the north of Whiterun, uh, in the area known as Helyarkin. Uh, but uh, sadly, uh, his aunt was killed in a raid when he was 14 and he kind of lived on the streets and by his wits uh after that and uh now around 24 he's decided to offer his services as a guide he's been all over skyrim um or much of it anyway and uh happened to meet the crew in uh at the inn in falkreath and offered his services which were accepted and he's really enjoyed his time uh with them he's he's a bit of a He's a little foppish, uh, but clever, and uh, um, uh, has a glint in his eye that sort of belies his uh, occasionally irresponsible and feckless ways. Um, and uh, right now, he is, uh, as they entered Skyrim, he has uh, put on his uh, disguise, which consists of a pair of glasses with bushy eyebrows and a nose. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he doesn't look quite as he did when they met him uh, in the inn in Falkirk. Amazing. And thank you, Septimus. And uh, lastly, but not leastly, we have... Uh, they, uh, Jaquai. Uh, so Jaquai is a Khajiit uh, monk, um, and his uh, monastic tradition is uh, known only by Luke at this point, um, because Luke recognized a, a medallion that he carries. Um, he is uh, on a mission uh, given to him by his master, uh, to find his brother, uh, Zinrindar. Uh, and he met up with, uh, with Luke and Body initially um, as they uh, came across him uh, with getting his uh, um, meal taken by a uh, starving wolf. And, uh, you know, he, he appreciated their assistance and uh, has been following with him ever since um he enjoyed his uh, adventuring uh, in falkreath but uh you know, and was uh able to uh to really put into live practice his uh his arts um uh, to uh to great effect but uh became restless because uh he really wanted to uh, go search for his brother and so uh, finally he was able to convince the, uh, the party that, uh, uh, that we should move on to uh, Whiterun. And so there's where we are. 
Awesome. And thank you to Kawhi. And um, our regular players um, are joined uh, this week by a very special guest. Um, well, two special guests, actually. Um, <laughs> Aris and Flair, please. Hey, this is Adam. I'm playing the character of Aris. Um, he is a Dunmer member of the Dawn Guard, uh, originally from Solstheim. Um, after his family was killed by vampires, he made the journey to Skyrim and found the Dawn Guard and joined up with them. Um, my dog Tyrael is playing his talkative Dawn Guard companion uh, named Flair. And uh, hopefully he'll be quiet today. <laughs> uh, well, not too quiet because uh, we want to uh, irritate um, a Victor as much as possible. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, on the uh, on in the story so far, uh, our uh, intrepid gang um, finishing up in full crease hold. Uh, leaving their somewhat um, heroes or at least uh, helpers uh, of the hold uh, entered and crossed the border into um, into White Run Hold, uh, passing the Guardian Stones, uh, where um, having a, a very close brush with um, his deity, um, Luke after touching the uh, warrior stone uh, had uh, quite the experience of the guardian stones where he was uh, led to believe that his help was uh, needed in uh, even more so in skyrim uh, pressing on they headed uh, up through uh, riverwood um, having a popping in for an aisle or two where they met a, a nice young um, carpenter and a mage and a nice um, raven or, yes, a nice raven. Uh, they passed, uh, carried on going, heading towards White Run Hold, where they ran into their new friend, Eris, or new friends, Eris and Flair. Um, they headed, um, it aided him in defeating a, um, a Dremora, a seemingly um, a Dremora knight, um, full decked, decked out in uh, heavy armor, wielding a great sword. Um, after defeating this, they uh, uh, shared some information that um, Jaquai was uh, looking for his uh, Khajiit brother, and uh, Eris was also looking for a Khajiit, a female Khajiit, by the name of Anusra. Uh, but upon entering the city, they uh, managed to spy Anusra um, galloping across the rooftops of uh, the... Uh, the shopping district in White Run. After a, a little um, impromptu um, standoff with the companions, uh, Anusra uh, got taken away and sent to prison. Eris, um, having been sent here to try and retrieve Anusra to bring her back to uh, Fort Dawnguard, uh, sought to enter into uh, the dungeons to speak to her. Uh, upon doing so, um, they uh, entered in and Anusra relayed to them that she believes that uh, 
the companions, all of them, or maybe some of them, are danger worshippers, namely the danger worshipper her scene. And she wants to expose them to the rest of the Dawn Guard so they can perhaps come up and uh, expose them or attack them, defeat them, destroy them. And she seeks their aid in uh, exposing them to gain the proof that she needs to prove that they are danger worshippers. Um, after a couple of seconds, she made an offhand comment about her getting caught the previous time, claiming that she is no Zanrenda, uh, a name that Mouse had heard before. And um, that's where we last left off. So, um, right now, I believe that uh, Luke has just woken up um, and is still residing in the um, temple to Kinnereth. And uh, Jaquai and Botty have left the inn and uh, are taking a tour of the city while uh, Eris, Flair and uh, Mouse are in the dungeons in the cage after just offering to pay Cord the fine for Nuzera. And um, this is where we pick up. So, Jaquai and Botti, what are you doing? What would you like to do? The city is yours. You seem to... You have just uh, been left by uh, Mouse and Eris. Uh, so, Jaquai is finally gotten um, a little bit of peace and is uh, back behind the shop uh, uh, you know doing his uh, his exercises so okay. um, and Bati have you joined him? Yeah after purchasing my new fancy chainmail shirt I decided to come around and start bothering him and to show yeah, it off. You um, do it, as you were told. Uh, you would um, they would send somebody to you as soon as the the fitting was all done. Once they've uh, altered it, because obviously it was in the shop already, but they had to alter it to make it uh, obviously to, to fit your form, your sizes, because uh, you can't just find any old armor and then instantly be able to wear it. It has to be uh, altered to shape to fit. So of course. Uh, you were told to come about midday. To uh, head down to um, the uh, to the shop, and they would uh, come down for and give you your armor and uh, fit it, make sure everything is uh, all worked out. So, um, Luke, uh, you more than likely um, woke up the next uh, day in uh, the Temple of Kinnereth, and you got up your. Feeling a little bit light. You're not in your your full armor at the moment. You just woken up. What would you like to do? So, um, knowing knowing that Mouse was up to something, but not knowing quite what it was last night, <laughs> Luke wakes up with a a little uh, a little nagging nagging worry. <laughs> <laughs> and and hopes that all went okay with whatever Mouse was up to the pre previous evening. So uh, he'll uh, Luke will uh, he'll wake up, do a little uh, devotional prayer as is normal. 
He'll uh, scrounge uh, a, a, a quick bite that he can take on the run, a slab of bread and cheese or whatever uh, he can scrounge in the in the kitchen of the temple. And he'll uh, strike out into the city. Uh, but I think um, probably I would say un- 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 unarmored, unarmed and unarmored. He feels safe leaving his uh, equipment in, uh, in the initiate room of the temple. And he'll walk through the... Uh, He'll walk. Uh, I think he'll actually walk down the hill and uh, and uh, check out some of the uh, fresh fruit, other fresh food available on the carts, uh, keeping an ear opening for whether there was any commotion in the town the prior. Fair enough. Awesome. Hopefully <laughs> not. The this morning. <laughs> oh, sorry. We d- I didn't catch that. You broke up slightly. So sorry about that. No, he'll. Uh, so uh, after he'll, he'll he'll go down the. Uh, He'll go down the hill to the little, uh, market uh, at the bottom of the steps um, and uh, keep an ear out for any news. Hopefully, there has been no uh, no commotion or problems in the in the city overnight. Uh, hope, 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 hopefully, Mouse stayed out of trouble. In other words, <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen anything, and uh, the guards seem to be in the usual places. You look at the opposite side. Uh, there's uh, you see you remember the apothecary, and you see the shop that. Uh, uh, all the rest of your party went into yesterday, and there's a guard in between those two. And uh, you see a, a young uh, imperial woman um, with a another uh, younger uh, imperial woman at the, the food cart to your right. Uh, they look very similar to each other. <coughs> and to your left, there's a, uh, a wood elf uh, at a meat stall, and then to the left of that, there's a... Uh, it seems to be a very elderly-looking Nord woman. Uh, seems kind of frail. And uh, next to her, talking to her, is um, a Dunmer, a female Dunmer, in uh, very exquisitely made leather armor um, uh, with uh, long black hair. Uh, quite beautiful. And she's talking to um, the, the old lady on the left. Okay. Uh, so I will uh, let those two continue their conversation. I'll step up to the uh, uh, a mother or daughter pair who, who look alike and I'll uh, see what they have for sale see if they've got some apples or uh, for other fresh fruit or anything available for sale to complete my breakfast yeah it, it, it's no bother it's uh, it costs like a couple of copper and uh, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll buy uh, I'll buy uh, three apples and um, uh, let's see I'm trying to remember is there a uh, is there anyone selling selling meat or fish at that? Or is there a meat or fish stand? There um, is a meat, but there uh, there is no fish. You look to your right, and there's uh, the um, uh, well. If you're looking at the 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 stalls, looking at the steps that you already came down to your right, there is um, a meat stall. Uh, it seems to be mostly uh, elk. Uh, well, mostly uh, venison. That's on, uh, okay. on display. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll buy a, uh, a, a cheap cut of venison, uh, mostly bone with a little meat on it, and uh, in, in the assumption that I'll see uh, flare later, uh, sometime later in the morning. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, thank them for their, for their business, so thank them for their custom, and I'll walk down uh, towards, because I believe I heard Jaquai and uh, Body plotting to go uh, to go work out uh, at the uh, at near the, the, the field behind Warbaden. So I'll go down there and see if uh, Jaquai and Body are, uh, are down there exercising. Perfect. 
So, exercise and body's catching a smoke out back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, one, one, one thing I did, I did want to. Uh, the other thing that uh, that was sort of the talk of the last couple of episodes was uh, was these games uh, that are that are being held in town. I believe it's with Windhold. Is that the other city oh, with, that's <coughs> with Windhelm? Windhelm, 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 yeah. So um, uh, I'll I'll ask the uh, as I'm as I'm putting my apples in my bag and about to chomp into my you know one apple for myself. I'll ask the the two women. So is uh, uh, what are these games that that are going on here? Is that something that the townsfolk turn out to watch, or do they only uh, only the participants show up? Um, well, m- mostly the. Uh... Uh, a lot of people come to see if it's uh, an interesting game, but we were mostly considering it's going to be a lot of trouble. Um, but this is the uh, the older woman, and she goes with uh, the Windhelm coming with guards. I can't, I can't understand the the um, the Jarl's purpose in inviting me here. Is uh, stay? He goes. I definitely wouldn't go to see it, and I don't think half the people in uh, in the city went to go and see them. Um, the savages from uh, from Windhelm. So, so is it the White Run guards that are competing, or do other people from White Run also compete? Oh, um, the, it was the it, that's who they were playing against. It was the the White Run guards against the the Windhelm guards. But um, yeah, it's usually the they're not professional or anything. It was just uh, supposed to be a goodwill thing, sort of like you know, liven up the city. But nobody was really interested. But um, if you wanted the more serious players, um, then you would definitely be uh, looking at uh, speaking to the companions. Um, the uh, anybody who uh, has come up against them have uh, lost. They, uh, apparently, they have never lost a game, either here or away. So, if um, if you know any teams or anybody who's with, with, looking to challenge. Um, Somebody to a game of Sea Stone, then um, the companions are the are the team to beat. Ah, fascinating. Uh, so, and I assume uh, I assume when she's uh, given how uh, close we are to your basker, I assume she sort of casts her eyes over at the at the yeah. Urbasker as this conversation, just to confirm that that's who indeed she's talking about with the companions. Yes, I'll, yeah. the I'll, companions I'll, I'll thank her for the conversation and uh, be about my way. Good day. Good day. And you head off. So, after that um, little introduction, Eris and Mouse, you are currently in the uh, Whiterun uh, jail, and uh, Court has just left you. Um, said he's going to get started on the paperwork to have Anusra released um, after Eris had offered to pay the 10 gold fine to have her released. So, Anusra is standing there and she has just said, hmm, I am no, um, I, I can, I can get in there. And she goes, uh, I may have got gone before, but <coughs> I am no Zenranda, but this time I believe I can make it. With your help, with a with a dis- good distraction. I think we can help do that. Well, 
Mouse certainly perks up at hearing that name. Um, how long will it take the paperwork to be processed to uh, uh, to get a news re- released? Mm, yeah. Um, no more than a couple of minutes. He probably just has to go over and get the ledger. Sign, like you know, start signing her name out. You, this cord fella seemed pretty high up. He's, you seem that it looks like he's more in charge of others, especially seeing as when you approached uh, Dragon's Reach, you spoke to that guard outside Dragon's Reach, and he went and got cord. So it looks like he seems to have some pull um, in the city. So it, it could probably just he can have her released by him taking the money. So it probably will only be a couple of minutes. All right. Well then. Um, Eris, what are you going to do once you have custody of Anusra? I guess that's mostly up to her. I want to hear what her her uh, plans are of uh, getting in to your Vasker and uh, see what, how we can be of assistance. In that case... I need to speak with Luke briefly, so if you don't mind, I'm going to run to find him, and we will meet you back at the uh, the Bannered Mare, perhaps, with Anuzara. All right, sounds good. All right, so Mouse is going to saunter to the door, open the door, close it behind him, and then run like hell uh, to try to find Luke. Okay, so... um. You've left uh, the uh, heiress. Uh, it's just you and Inusra uh, inside, and she goes, oh, uh, "Who are these? Uh, I seen you with them yesterday. Do you, you, do you, do you think we can trust them? What if they? What if they go and tell the guards? You, you see how he left? He, he, there is something wrong. He's going to tell them. I know he is. I, I do trust them. They're uh, a group of traveling adventurers that I." met up with just outside of the city and they were they saved my life it saved you from what from a dramora exactly it was something that was going to kill them just as well as you and he goes ah, they, they are not on god they care about laws and and what people say what people are allowed to do they are not god they don't know dangers and <clears throat> and these worshipers and vampires because you know what we have to do even if it's somebody who has never killed anyone or isn't good with the law or has worked for the Jarls. If they're a, if they're evil, if they're vampire, if they're Daedra, we kill them, we get rid of them. And this is what these companions are. They are Daedra worshippers. And once we get the proof, we have to come, we have to destroy them. You mean after we get back to the, to the Dawn Guard? It, it's it's going to be up to Isran what what he wants to do. Um, the the companions have been close that close allies with the Dawn Guard for we many did, years. But they they don't know this. If they knew this, if he <laughs> <clears throat> um, well, he might have worked with that fleet when this all started happening. But I know Isran's heart. He I know a monster when he when I see one, and he knows monsters when he sees. Once he finds out what kind of monsters these are, he will want them butchered. I, I agree. It's it's important that he be notified. 
that he knows what's going on here. Right. But we do need some proof. Yes. But I don't think... They're not going to trust me again. Uh, anything that I go to them with... Uh, I don't know what to do. You say we can trust them, but I do not know. Uh, where is where is? Let me out! She starts banging on the on the, on the gate, and uh, sure, a couple of minutes later, and he, uh, he cord starts returning, and you see him walk through the door. Um, as he starts head on, he seems to have this uh, like reasonable sized uh, wooden box with him. Um, he was coming through at a reasonable pace, but now he seems to have slowed down <laughs> after she uh, started rapping on the thing. But he starts walking over to her, and, and uh, as he gets closer to you, he opens up the box, and there seems to be like you know, loads of coppers and a couple of silvers and things like that in the in the in the box. And he goes right, <coughs> and he goes uh, ten gold. I've already um, r- scratched her off, and. Um, the the ledgers uh, out by the door. Uh, on your way out, you have to sign it um, and put your uh, your dawn god mark on it that you've taken. All right. Okay. And he, he looks over to Newsra and he goes, "You were treated quite well by the the companions, and uh, seeing as the you've lost their trust, you've lost our trust." And he goes, do best to leave the city as quickly as possible. He goes, otherwise, all eyes are going to be on you. And then he takes one look at you and closes the box and turns around and starts heading back towards the door. Uh, on, he, unlocks the, <laughs> he unlocks the gate and uh, lets an Uzura out and starts yes. uh, heading back. So you guys uh, start slowly uh, heading out, and as you're on the way to the exit, you see this rather large le- um, ledger, and uh, cord sort of like points towards, and you have to sign your name and uh, put your dawn guard mark on it. Okay. So, what do you write? Uh, write my name, Eris and Aris, and um, I don't know what my dawn guard mark is. I know. I just made it up. So we'll just, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want. Just okay, okay. <laughs> say yeah, it anyway. kinda, yeah, some kind of insignia that I stamp. Claire wants to be uh, in in the ledger too. I can tell yeah. you. Yeah, he puts a paw print. <laughs> Amazing. All right, thank you guys. And uh, so, uh, Luke, uh, sorry, Mouse, you have just exited and very hurriedly. Um, <clears throat> left the um, the dungeons as you, you as you're coming out. You're rounding that uh, small little pond type thing that you can't understand the reason for. Um, <laughs> as you walk around the front of your Vasca, um, <laughs> the uh, skeleton still floating down at the bottom of it, and uh, <laughs> you run around. The, you run around to the stairs, but as you come up behind the the two guards, they're standing watch uh, at the steps. You kind of like slow down and then sort of like trot your way down the steps so where do you go well i'm going to head down into the marketplace and uh see if i can find somebody who's seen a tall nord named luke i guess i'll 
asked the little old lady who seems to have her eyes darting around everywhere, who I know uh, is uh, Freya. Very great, man. Yeah. So as you uh, come up um, to it, the uh, um, Freya Greymane is uh, talking with a rather attractive um, uh, Dunmore woman, um, black hair slicked back, um, with war paint coming from either from the sides of her eyes down uh, the to the tops of her cheeks. It's sort of like a red and grey mix of uh, war paint, very fashionably done. Yes, Mouse immediately adopts a, a, a bit of a swagger as he gets closer and uh, nods and says hello with an arched eyebrow to uh, uh, the lovely Dunmer warrior. Uh, does he know her? I can guess who she is, but does, does Mouse know her? Um, roll, yeah, roll a history check. Oh, let's see, I don't have any, just a 16. 16, yeah. Yeah, definitely most would have known it. She's, um... Mrs. Janasa, right? Yep. Yeah. You, uh, with his 16, um, you also know that she is Fraley Greymane's, um, uh, daughter-in-law. Oh. <laughs> what happened to Olfina? <laughs> Oh wait, no, Olfina was it? Yeah, never mind. Well, fully great is Yeah, I get those battleborns. Uh, she yeah. is um, the um, the wife of uh, Ovalstein. Sorry, I'm trying to think if I've got the names right. Ovalstein uh, and Torald, right? It's the other one. Yeah. So no. So it's um, it was it was the one who went on the rescue. Torald went to the went to rescue Ovalstein. Right, so it, yeah, it was Thorold. Yeah, yeah, so it was Thorold, and she went with him. Yes, well, she was certainly very impressed with Thorold in many of my play- playthroughs. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. Uh, well, and so anyway, nod, uh, Mouse nods and uh, greets Janasa by name, then, uh, and then turns to Freya and says, "Have you seen a tall, handsome Nord uh, priest of Kinnereth today?" Uh, Mm. There's uh, when you get to my age, there's lots of uh, young, handsome uh, men walking around. Uh, well, this is a priest I of Kinnera. Uh, no, but I, if you mean a stranger, there was one here earlier. He bang, uh, he went to every stall but mine, uh, mm. and he just uh, he headed <laughs> down that way, okay, uh, towards the um. Uh, uh, towards the Smiths, the uh, the young competition. Thank you, Freya. Mouse trots off in in, in the direction of uh, War Maidens, uh, and I assume he will find the rest of the party down there. Uh, yeah, you probably hear some strumming uh, of a, a lute, or maybe the playing of a flute of some type. Uh, and some smoke coming out from the back. The smell of uh, <laughs> of a, a suspicious herb uh, coming from the back of uh, the uh, of war maidens. And um, smoking there you... hanging moss again, huh? Yeah. 
<laughs> you, you see, you see um, uh, Barty uh, sitting down, leaning uh, leaning back, and sort of like on uh, a particular instrument. I'll let Barty choose which. And uh, you see um, Luke uh, with his head tilted, looking at all the positions that uh, Jaquai seems to be able to get himself in, and wondering how the hell <laughs> a, a, a humanoid can bend that way. Yeah. Luke and uh, also Mouse is going to look over at Jaquai and and try to catch his eye and, and motion him over uh, where they are, um, and hopefully he does. Um, yep. So, so fine. Uh, Body was making it impossible to concentrate anyway. Listen, listen <laughs> quickly. Amusra knows of your brother Jaquai. We need to get back up there and find her quickly. The Khajiit from yesterday? Yes, she mentioned his name. Okay, let's go. But we need to be careful. She's very, very skittish. So don't accost her, or she'll she'll probably bolt. And I don't think she trusts anybody, even Eris. Well, if she'll cooperate with me, I'll be... I'll be fine, but if it requires me to pin her to the ground and and bend her into shape she's not expecting, I think even I'll you, do that. I think even you might regret that, Shaquai. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see if she's willing to cooperate. Well, I said I'd meet him at the Banner Mayor, so. Mouse, might a, a smaller group of people be less concerning to this individual perhaps uh, perhaps you and i uh, you, since shaquai already asked her if i remember correctly uh at least um you remember that uh, he didn't say anything to her he just shouted the name um while she was engaged in them right yeah uh was it in a face-off with um with ayla we assume she heard that, however. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think we should all go, but perhaps not all in a as a you know a full you know. That's that's yeah agreed. <laughs> yeah. Why why don't uh, is is uh, is is Eris going to bring her to the bannered mayor? I can only hope. I said I'd meet them there. Uh, they have to come okay. down. Why don't uh, body get a move on? Come here, body and I will go ahead and and. She's. She was. She's. You, you've just left the. You've just left the, the hold. Correct. Uh, yes. They'd have to come. They'd have to come down the stairs towards the central market, or they could try to cut around behind. If. If. Uh, so perhaps Jaquai and I can walk up the alternate stairs and around past the the hall of the dead on on the way towards, just to make sure they're not, sneaking off in that direction. Okay. Uh, body. Body. Come on. Come on. All right, well, I'm Knowing the body has a tendency to move a little slow when she's been partaking, especially this early in the morning. <laughs> body, come along. I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a mead. And the uh, the real reason that Jaquai was so annoyed is because the the instrument of choice body picked up this morning was a really long blade of grass, and was doing that thing where you stick it between your thumb. <laughs> <laughs> And just like nice. come and wrestle the, the the blade of grass. I, I, bet, I bet that really goes right through a cat's ears too. That high yeah. pitched. Ooh, that, yeah. that can't. Be I, I need a performance check on that, please. <laughs> <laughs> How much it distracted him, please. 
She really thought that she was helping. So with was... with disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me see. Performance is uh, charisma. Um, of all right, seventeen. All right, let's see what we got here. D twenty. Oh God, a three! I was playing it very well for you. Yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah. She yeah, couldn't I've, get. I've got eighteen to resist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you you may be doing like slightly less damage for the next couple of weeks because uh, <laughs> your forms have kind of been shaken. You you don't lock your elbows quite as much. Okay, so so Bonnie and I will uh, will will uh, not run. We won't break into an outright run, but we will uh, we'll we'll, we'll uh, do a quick step up the main. So uh, we'll go up the main the main uh, the main street and just go just go right up the front, uh, keeping our eye open for uh, Eris. And uh, since his companions you, will be fighting like cats and dogs, uh, since he's you, got um, one of each, it'll be easy to spot him. Yeah, you think that the the best way is to because. Uh, you're just so if you're looking at the the smiths, um, you just went down to the the left hand side of uh, the smiths and out to the back area near the wall there, and that's where you were practicing. And you think that the obviously that the the quickest way um, to be able to go is to turn right, go round the back of the smiths, and come on behind the smelter back onto the main road, and walk up that way. Yeah, and yeah, that's, exactly. And, and that's, that's exactly, yeah. and that's the yeah. direction that all of you go. That's the way all of you. Oh, I thought, uh, I thought, I thought, uh, Mouse and Jaquai were going to go the alternate route. Yep. They, well, they're going to go to where the front gate is, and then turn left and walk around that way by that hall of the dead. Okay, um, got it. But the obviously, all of you think that the quickest way to get back onto the uh, to the the main street that goes through is to go around the back of the Smiths. Go around to the other side behind the smelter and out through that way to join onto the main road just in front of the front gate. Got, it, got it. I, I, yep. And then, and then, body and I will, will especially as the uh, ones who don't know the city as well, we'll just uh, we'll just walk up the main drag where it's a where the the sort of the obvious route and uh, just walk right walk right in the front door, uh, keep keeping keeping quick time but not breaking into a run. And as you're walking up the main street, it's uh, you really like the look of the. Um, uh, of that, um, I've forgotten the name of it again. Um, uh, the building on the left hand side of the road, um, Victor, what's the name of that uh, pub? Drunk, there, drunken the, Huntsman, the Drunken Drunk. Huntsman. Thank you. Uh, and you walk up and the Drunken Huntsman there, and you have a look at <coughs> I've got some really nice, um, architecture. It's a great roof, and you, you carry up and then head up off towards into the center area and into the uh, the Bannard Mayor. While um, Jaquai and uh, uh, Mouse head off there, they're at the left hand side and up through the residential area on towards the, the Hall of the Dead. Um, so, uh, Aris and Anusra, you uh, come out of, uh, of the jail, of uh, White Run Jail, just up near uh, Dragon's Reach. And start to head down. And then he goes, "What are these people like? Who are you traveling? What, what do they do?" 
Um, well, it's a pretty diverse group. Uh, there's a, uh, a, a priest of Kinnereth, or not a priest, but a, a follower of Kinnereth, a brave warrior, um, a bard that's uh, somewhat talented uh, every now and then, I guess. Then uh, they're led by their guide, Mouse, um, who you've met. Uh, and then we have a Khajiit with us who's been looking for his brother, who I believe you know, uh, Zarandar. What? The Khajiit from yesterday? Yes, that's I, right. I thought he was making fun of me. He, that is stupid. There's no way Zarandar has a brother. It's ridiculous. It's his it's, whole purpose here is, is looking for him, so uh, uh, you would be very no, glad. No one would be stupid enough to walk around shouting Zenrandar in the street if he was actually knew him. That That's stupid. They're lying to you. He is... He is Why do you think that? What do I think the... <clears throat> I need to. I think. I think we might be in more trouble than this. Why? Why would he be here? Who? Who does he work for? Is he trained? Do you know who trained him? Uh, I, I do not know who trained him, uh, but I have seen him fight, and uh, he's he is proficient. He fight, does he run and hide, or does he? Can he produce flame? Does he use magics? Um, that I don't know. I've mostly seen him using his claws when he came to my aid. This is very peculiar. Uh, I think my it, it could be good if uh, you spoke with him. Um, why don't I we uh, Why don't we head to the Bannered Mare and uh, meet up with with uh, some members of the group? And you can decide for yourself. Mm, I, I do not know. Uh, roll a persuasion check. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's charisma. Yeah. Uh, a two. Oh, <laughs> snap. <laughs> no, 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 wait. Uh, let me see. Where's my... Uh... Uh, it's a four. Yeah. Okay. That makes all the difference. Still, still doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> four, you say. Uh, right. That tip, that tip, that scale. <laughs> yeah. I thought it might. There's no... <laughs> And uh, you see, mm, you go, oh, this is this is stupid because I mind you, you see, he's, he's looking for Zen Randar, right? Yeah, right. Mm. Now, any information you you have. 
would would be great. Hmm. Yes. Yes, it would be. It's probably worth quite a lot. Oh. Right. Let us. Uh, right. I think I know where I am when it goes back. It is dangerous. He goes. Do not speak of uh, everything that we said inside there. He goes. Just. Uh, just follow my lead. Okay. Yeah. We don't. Then people are going to be dying by the hundreds thanks to these beasts. And she heads down and um, kind of strides as she's walking down towards uh, down the steps and heading towards the, the center of the city towards the Bannered Man. So you two will uh, have arrived at the Bannered Man. <coughs> Probably just as um, Botty and uh, Luke said it in. Um, Luke, you're still not in your armor, are you? You're still dressed in your normal gear. And uh, Botty, you're heading inside. Um, six. So you two are probably... Um, how quick? Just a couple of minutes. Yeah, definitely you two got there first. So you probably would have head inside and you don't see anybody. But a newser probably will be coming down the steps. And no, she doesn't recognize you as you're heading into the uh, thingy. So, Eris, uh, you and a newser head down the steps. And you uh, roll a perception check, Eris. Yeah, you, you don't see them either. Um, you're kind of flare starts giving you like nipping at your heels, sort of like you know getting used to the new smell that's standing next to you. So he kind of distracts you, but you don't see anything. Um, so Butty and Luke, you've just entered into the Bannered Mare. You don't see um, Eris or Flare or um, this uh, Khajiit that you remember seeing from yesterday. Uh, so I'm gonna uh, uh, grab 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 Body and. Uh... Hustler over to a table in sort of the, the the back corner. We're not not trying to actively hide, but also trying to sort of be be uh, be be somewhat nondescript. Just uh, typical you know, typical traveling patrons. The only table that's uh, without leaving the room, going into the the very back room. The only table that's kind of in the corner off to the side would be um, the table that to that uh, body you saw mouse uh, sit down for a couple of minutes at. Um, last night, it's the the one that you've seen um, him talking. He was sitting at and talking to um, Mikhail uh, before Mikhail came over and started flirting with you um, with the heart, with the great sword uh, piece jammed into it. Really uh, really I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think we want anything that conspicuous. Uh, so, is, remind, I, I'm trying to remember the layout. Is is there a bar? There is a bar. Yeah. So it's okay, up to the, so we'll, up to the if, right. if there's no sort of un, relatively uh, corner type table or anything, we'll we'll just head to sort of the the the, the corner of the bar, far farthest away from the uh, from the entrance, and uh, just pull up a couple, couple of stools. Okay. But, you, uh, is, I guess I, is I, that I, is uh, that what you do? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'll tag along. 
I, 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 I encourage body. I, I, I'm, I, I'm, 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 you know, after a few weeks on the road, I'm, I'm, I'm used to encouraging body. <laughs> Very gently, but firmly, let's go over here. And the quicker we see, the, get seated, the quicker we'll have a glass of meat in front of us. Just short of grabbing me by the scruff. Yes. Uh, no, it's it's much much more subtle than that. It's it's a little elbow thing, you know. <laughs> so, um, Jaquai and uh, Mouse, you start to um, circle around all the residential areas, and you sort of like Mouse, you sort of like keep a, an eye out. Um, so, as you uh, Jaquai, as you're searching around, making sure that there's no excuse me uh, fleeing Khajiit, uh, trying to. Slither on the side of the walls or hopping across rooftop, rooftop again. So, the two you make um, both make perception checks as you're uh, wandering around. I've got uh, 11. Same here. Same here. You come around, you don't see uh, any Khajiit, you don't see Eris or. Um, uh, or a newsera as they're uh, heading down towards it. it looks like you might have just missed them um as you come around past the hall of the dead and then uh, back towards the um uh, the tree at the at the center in uh, <coughs> excuse me right opposite the thing you, you look to your left and there doesn't seem to be anybody coming down the stairs you look to the right and uh, nobody heading towards um the bannered mayor but doesn't seem to be anything suspicious in the area. Excuse me. So, are you saying we're behind them, or they've they've gotten ahead of us, and we enough that we don't see them? I, I'm a little confused. Uh, yeah, you're you're probably thinking that if they were still heading down from the um, what should we call it the the dungeon you, or from the jail, you'd probably see them. But if they're not, then they're probably already in. The bannered mayor, or just about to head in there now. Okay. All right. Well, I'm. I'm. Uh, just Jaquai. Let's let's go down there and um, let me go in first and just just stay out here for a minute or two and make sure that they don't go by. You. Uh, I'll see if they're inside. Okay. So Mouse is gonna. I'll wait on the patio. <laughs> Mouse is gonna go into the uh, the bannered mayor. Okay, which door? Um, I'll go in the front door. Okay, so um, Eris and um, Anusra, you enter into the um, the Bannard Mayor. You come in and uh, you have a look around. You look to your right, Eris, and you see Botty and Luke um, sitting at the at the bar, uh, both with their backs to you, sort of like you know, um, Luke, sort of like you know, just uh, leaning over, saying a thing or two, and. Saying to Holder, asking for a, a couple of meads, and they're just waiting for the drinks. Um, Anusra has a, a quick look round. She's studying the people in, and uh, yeah, and she's sort of like shoulder and uh, like you know with the with her elbows sort of like pushes into your side and sort of like nods uh, towards Botty and uh, and Luke there at the bar. And she she has a look around. She goes at the. Uh, it's not uh, all of them, because uh, we uh, we can't talk about this uh, here. Really, uh, so she walks up to the bar and walks up to um, Holder. She goes, uh, uh, 
good evening. Hi. Uh, could um, could we get uh, somewhere a little uh, like private? We uh, we're all friends and sort of like you know we be a little uh, rowdy and uh, chatting and screaming and things like that. So can we use uh, that room back there? I noticed that. Uh, uh, that there's a close-up at, but there doesn't seem to be uh, anybody in there. Is that fine? And hold on. Yeah, you, you can. Uh, you can close the door. She goes. Do, do you want uh, any drinks? You want me to bring anything to you? Any food or anything like that? And she goes. Oh yes. Uh, pleasant food is disgusting. She goes. Uh, uh, fish. Lots of fish. And uh, make sure you uh, knock on the door. A couple of pieces of salmon uh, and uh, and some milk. And uh, yes, just. Uh, at the back there, oh, ah, and uh, any honey nut treats, uh, boiled clean treats, uh, sweet rolls, uh, one of each, two of each, uh, it doesn't matter, uh, he's paying, and uh, she walks off, <laughs> and she points to me, <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, heads to the, the back room, sort of like, uh, Holder's there looking at you, uh, sort of like, kind of waiting for your her money. Okay, how, how much do I owe you? Uh, but then, uh, see, uh, five silver, please. Five silver. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Would you like anything? She's kind of laughing. Uh, Would you like anything? We're covered. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And, um, you you pass by, and uh, as they were sitting there, Anusra did say hello to Luke and, uh, Thingy, as uh, this is happening, as she's walking off, um, that's when you walk in the door, and Mouse. And do I see them? Or do I see her walking towards the back? Yeah, it's a, it's pretty. You're in there. You're looking for them, and she's walking off. So it's you don't need a perception check. You can definitely. Okay. Well, Mouse is going to then very very quietly open the door and step back outside and go uh, grab Jaquai and then quietly go in the other door by the patio there. Okay. That's why you, you head in and... Yeah, he points out that uh, they're heading off to the back room. <coughs> and you see uh, Luke and Botty at the um, uh, at the bar looking at you. And um, sort of like, you know, seeing you come in here and the door go, you both look over and see him Hedgequai walking you. So, so uh, given given that uh, Anusra and uh, uh, Eris had that conversation, or, or <laughs> Anusra had the conversation uh, right there at the bar, right? Just from Holda, is that right? Yeah, right next so, to so you. So we, obvi- we obviously you know, would have would have heard that she wasn't making much of an effort to be subtle. So uh, I'll I'll. I'll I'll look over at at, uh, at Mouse and, and Jaquai as they uh, as they walk in and, and and sort of motion them. I'll just give them a, a, a raised eyebrow just to just to, to come speak to us at the bar. Okay. And, yeah. and I'll just uh, just whisper, uh, "You're uh, the uh, the Khajiit woman and the Dawn Guard are in the private room. They've uh, they've ordered quite a quite a lot of food. I think they're expecting all of us." <laughs> All right. Well, now, Jaquai just goes straight into the room. So, 
Yeah, yeah I'll be right behind him. Moss will be right behind him. Well, well, body and I will bring up the rear if uh, if she's agreeable with our uh, with her. Probably not yet empty tankards. <laughs> so as you um, get up, you uh, start heading off, and as you enter in the back room, uh, Jaquai, uh, you look to your um, to your left there, and then uh, sitting on on the on the left by a round table. It's not very wide. It's probably it looks like it would have been a hallway or a storage room, but they've had some really tiny round tables in here and uh, some small chairs, so it's just enough for a private room, but if anybody is like within 10 foot of the door, they're going to hear your conversation in here, so if um, if you're going to start talking uh, secretly, you might want to keep it down. Um, uh, to the left, sitting at the table, you've got uh, Eris, and he's got uh, Flair sitting down, lying down on the floor next to him, and just to the right, on the opposite side of the, the small round table, is uh, Anusra, and she's uh, sort of like, she's just Sitting there, um, legs kind of crossed just at the ankle, not across the knee, just across at the ankle with the legs stretched out. And she sort of like you know nods her head as you as you walk in, and she she welcomes you um, in in Kajit in uh, in your own language. So I respond and say. So I understand you know my brother, uh, Zenren. And I understand you know him by a, di- by a different name, uh, one that we that uh, my master and I were surprised to hear um, associated with my brother. Hmm. Uh, as, um, as you're saying this, uh, the, the rest of your party starts uh, following you in. And um, she, she looks at you and she goes, ah. And uh, who is your master? She goes, who am I? Who am I talking to? Jaquai, did you respond in, in Khajiit or in uh, common or whatever? I, I, I greeted her in Khajiit, uh, but then I spoke in, in, common. in common language. Yeah, so okay. she replied in common. <clears throat> okay, thank you. And so... So I produce uh, my medallion and show her the uh, show her the medallion. She she looks at it and she kind of like gives it like a faint smile and sort of like leans back, and um, you see the her left hand disappear from behind, and then she um, produces another two-inch coin. This one a lot brighter than yours. This one is made of a gemstone, not made of uh, metal. It's uh, made of amber, and it depicts... Where your one depicts two uh, full moons, hers depicts two waning moons. Roll a history. Uh, you, um... Luke, you want to make... You'll have yeah, to make I, a captain I, check first. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. So uh, perception to see if I notice. Yeah. Uh, ooh, that's quite good. Uh, Twenty-one for oh, the yeah, perception you, check. You definitely see it, and now both of you roll a history check. All right, and that is plus six. Nineteen. Thir- Thirteen for me. Thirteen. Uh, the DC was a lot higher for you, Pat. 
because you have no relation to it. It's only if you ran across it in studies, you don't recognize it. You you know you, you look at it and you know oh it's similar to his so it's probably denotes yeah. only but you have no idea where it comes from. Um, Jaquai, you know some of it that you know actually. Let me see. What did you get? Say thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Because I've got a negative one. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you because uh, um, you would this would be knowledge you would have as a, a member of your monastery. So, you know. That this represents um, the order of the scorching claw. This is um, kind of like a, a sister um, uh, order to yours. It's uh, just as respected as yours, um, but mainly it's um, was a wayward um, Khajiit that seemed to have lost their way. And a kind of sent there to, like, you know, find a way to be kind of beaten into sort of like, you know, following the rules. It's kind of like, you know, um, a dysfunctional youth sent there and then sort of like, you know, kind of like a military school. And uh, it's quite harsh. Uh, but these, the people there, the students there usually end up uh, following the path of the four elements, mainly concentrating in fire. Um, so they seem to be able to use magics and sort of like, you know, they've been brought up with uh, a master there uh, called Reza Han. You know the name, but um, you don't know too much about the person. And uh, and was sort of like, what's the name? She goes, ah. And she looks back at you with a little smile. She goes, so, why is a tame tale from the Whispering Fang looking for Xandamanda. Zenrin is my brother. He dropped me off at the monastery when I was a very young boy. I haven't seen him since, uh, but a courier came to the monastery asking my master for uh, information about uh, Zenrin Dar. Um, my master was concerned and sent me to Skyrim to find him. And that has been my journey. I don't know anything about what my brother's been up to, what he's done, you know, where he's at. I'm, I'm just here to tr try to find him on behest of my master. Hmm. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, actually, could um, get. Um, I forgot their name now. Uh, anybody who wants to make a, a history check on um, the names of um, the Scorching Claw and the Whispering Fang um, can make a history check. I've seen if they recognize them. Um, the. Let's see. Mouse uh, thinks they might have been in a comic book he read once. <laughs> <laughs> According to his role, anyway. <laughs> Colin, does the Scorching Claw give me a chance to re-roll? Since I had to, that's a, 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 an additional fact. Yeah, you, you can roll again. Uh, okay. Ooh, even better. 25 that time. 25? 
25 is is pretty much the information that you um it's the same you know what uh okay uh Jaquai knows okay what did you get mouse uh four Okay. Um, so, as you're um, saying, there, roll um, roll a persuasion check for me, please. Do you quite? Uh, Fourteen. Yes. Very peculiar. You see. Uh... His brother. Well, he goes. I, I too know how, what it's like to lose family, and I know how how desperate people can get to to find them and to and to avenge them and to fight in their in their name she goes I I understand and and I'll tell you now I I, I do not know much it's, uh, it is not I don't know where he is or or what but I know something but I well, we, and she sort of like, <laughs> she looks at you, Eris, so and he goes, we need a, a little help. And uh, the uh, the people of the city have, and the people of this country have been deceived, uh, thinking that these companions are heroes, but they're not. They are just daedra worshippers. And... Can, can I do an inside check on her with that statement? Joe, go for it. Ooh, lousy. Just an eight. Yeah, she's she you she seems every time she says dangerous, whereas you see her face contort and there's definitely a hatred there. Um it kind of gets gets to you, Eris. Is Eris popped out, I think. Yeah, kind of gets to you, Eris, every time she mentions uh, Daedra worshippers. Obviously, I mean, I'm not too sure about Eris's uh, religious practices, but uh, the Dunmar, um, like, currently the the tribunal, not the tribunal, the, uh, the reclamations, uh, who now are the, the sort of like, you know, the seen as to be the, the worship ones are, are all Daedra clinches. It's uh, uh, Mafala, um, Azura, and Boethia. The ones that uh, follow. I don't know what Eris's religious um, things are, but it's not uncommon for Dunmar to um, worship Daedra. And um, was it uh, Botty? You would know that worshiping Daedra is sometimes there's ones that are considered, <coughs> excuse me, uh, good. Like um, Azura doesn't seem to be that half bad from what you've heard. And um, was it uh, definitely uh, Meridia? Is seen as probably one of the the better ones, and you know that she despises undead, and you know that uh, loop as well. So uh, yeah, she says because um, I need I need to prove that these uh, people are nothing but data worshippers, and they are they are a danger to people, not heroes. She 
Listen. I need to get in to your Vasca. And I need your help to do it. I need you to distract them while I get in there and and find the proof I need to bring back to my people. And again, she hits uh, Ares. So we can come here and wipe out the threat. Because please, this would uh, take but a day's work. And I can finally have the proof I need, and I promise you, I will, I will give you uh, the information, but... Uh, at this point, Mouse would like to just interrupt slightly and, and say... You know, everybody knows the legends and rumors about the companions, but there's this idea of them being Daedra worshippers. Where do you even get that idea? Have I mean, these these people are are some of the they're the they're the pillar of the history of Skyrim. They, I mean, and you talk about wiping them out. Uh, I think that's that's. It's an outrageous statement. He goes, what? Why should what, we what do you know? Who are you? Who are you? Have you been inside uh, your Vasker? I've lived in this country all my life. And yes, I have been inside your Vasker. And yes, I have known companions. Ha. You never look at somebody's face. Ah. Ah. Do not listen to this one. Because I have been inside. I have seen the artifacts that they have. Many people artifacts. Oh. And you think that people walking around with Daedric artifacts on them causes nobody any harm, huh? That uh, somebody worshipping her scene. Somebody who turns people into beasts so these beasts can roam the walls and tear families apart. I'll keep my counsel on that. These people are considered heroes. I say again, you talk of wiping them out. You could bring all of Skyrim down on you. And, and Mouse, it's not necessarily just her decision that it would be to, to take action like that. The, uh, the leadership of the Dawn Guard is wise, and uh, they may have some knowledge of these things already um but i i I do agree that we could uh help her out and help uh get some proof that she says exists and uh make our way back to port dawn guard and uh and let the leadership decide she news returns to you jaquai and starts sort of like pointedly looking at you, Luke, and he goes, these, you really going to believe this, this Imperial over here? And he goes, these <coughs> Daedra worshippers are evil. He goes, these are evil. And I'm sorry, but if you want your information, he goes, I, this is what I need. And unless you help me, because I, I'm sorry, but uh, no, I I will not be sharing any information for any price. This is my price. This is what you have to pay. And she goes, and everybody wins if we take this and find it and the proof that we need. That there is no more of these evil beings 
walking around feeling, pretending they're heroes. What makes you think all of the companions are, are Daedra worshippers? Maybe it's just a few of them. It's an ancient and honorable order. Why should we wipe out all the companions? I am not talking to you. <laughs> no, but I am talking to you. I have said my piece, and I leave the decision to you. And she looks at you, Jaguai, and sort of like sits back. And she picks up her coin and sort of like puts it away. And uh, that's where we'll uh, pick it back up uh, in the next session. And uh, we'll hear what uh, Jaquai's decision and our, uh, our party's decision on what they plan to do next. Thank you, everybody, for uh, listening to this awesome episode of uh, Skyrim 10 AD. It got really hot and juicy there right at the end. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Next time. Skyrim 1080 would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast. If you would like to find more music like this, just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information. Thank you. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening.